Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Thank you, Sid, so much for all of your support. It means so much to us here. We feel that we we feel our support from there, from from the states here to Israel. Hello. Hi, my name is Yossi Antipolsky. I'm Moshe Epstein. And uh, we're in Miduim here in Israel, and we just want to say how much it means to us that you're using your platform to support Israel and support the soldiers and everything that we do here, and especially during the times when you know where we get so much uh, negativity from all sides, it makes a really big difference. So. Thank you so much from all of us. Thank you so Thank much. You. It was amazing. Thank you, Sid, of all the good we... we all the good you do for us. All the good, the good you do for us. Thank you very much. We love you, Sid. in the open this morning, which we put together 6 a.m. every morning. Justin Ellick does a great job with that. That was part of it. And what that is, is I've got a buddy who's been on the show a couple of times. His name is Judah Honigman, and he lives in a little town just outside of Jerusalem, and he was making a barbecue yesterday. He's very tight with all the soldiers, the IDF guys in Israel. He lives there. He was making a barbecue yesterday, and, you know, just like uh, you would do here, hot dogs and hamburgers and beer, all that good stuff. And then unprovoked, the soldiers brought me up. He said, uh, listen, next time you're on with Sid up in New York, tell him we said hello. This is true. And he said, why don't you say hello right now? And he made these little videos on his cell phone, which he WhatsApped me, and those are legitimate Israeli soldiers. You can go to my Instagram page. You should go anyway. Follow me today at Rosenberg.Sydney, at Rosenberg.Sydney. That's my Instagram, Sid Rosenberg Facebook. And you can see this short length, somewhere between 10 and 60 seconds, four different videos. These Israeli soldiers dressed in their uniforms, one with a big gun, I think an AK-47, thanking me for the support, the unwavering support, that I do deliver to Israel every day on this show. I don't, I don't, uh, I even get my daughter upset once in a while, but that's just the way it's going to be. So I was very emotional about that last night, and I want to thank them while they're thanking me. So we've already had uh, Tom Sullivan on the show. That was a great conversation. Tom served in Iraq, Afghanistan, Kuwait, saved lives on 9-11. He'll run for, uh, run for a third time in Queens for office coming up next year. Mark Healy, you know who that is, Lewis? No, I I don't. He was a sports guy. He actually now is the editor in charge of The Wave in Rockaway. Oh, Mark Healy. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. Yeah, Mark Healy said he loved that conversation with Tom Sullivan. Healy's a terrific guy. And that's a nice paper I get, actually. I subscribe to it twice every Friday for the Rosenberg family and Sid Rosenberg. Mark is a great guy. He's a great guy. So um, he loved it. Then we talked to Curtis. But my next guest served as a paratrooper special forces in active duty in Israel from 1995 through 1997. He fought in Lebanon and was nearly killed. Then he served as a reservist from 2003 through 2020. He was born in Israel to Russian immigrants. Then they moved to Wayne, New Jersey when he was eight. He went back to Israel to serve at 18. 
after the army, he came to New York and studied at Yeshiva University, which is where we met and became close friends. This is him talking to uh, Noam. He then went to Cardoza Law School, where he met his wife and got married. They moved back to Israel, made Aliyah, which you do when you return as a citizen, in 2003. He's a longtime radio show host and podcaster. There you go. He's currently the international spokesman for the Jewish community of Hebron, a small community of about 500 families within a larger Arab city. Hamas control, by the way, 200,000. He's on the emergency first response security team there. His name is Yishai Fleischer, and I'm honored to have him on as we celebrate Veterans Day in the United States today and tomorrow. Mr. Fleischer, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Sid. Uh, God bless you, and uh, God bless the memory of all those who fell in protecting the United States. Well, that's uh, beautiful. Thank you for uh, saying that, uh, me and all those wonderful people, and you're one of them. Thank God you're with us today, but you suddenly put your life on the line, nearly killed in, in, uh, in Lebanon. Where are you calling me from this morning? Are you here or back in Israel? Uh, I live in Israel, and I'm calling you from Israel. I'm calling you from the area of Israel that has been known for thousands of years as Judea. Uh, this is south of Jerusalem, about 30 minutes south of Jerusalem, and uh, the beautiful town of Ephrat, which is within this area of Judea. And I'm heading south today to Hebron in order to celebrate the, uh, the Bible portion that we read today, which is all about the first purchase of Abraham in the land of Israel, specifically in Hebron, a place that would become the tomb of the patriarchs and matriarchs, the tomb of Abraham and Sarah, Isaac, Rebecca, Jacob, and Leah. So we're celebrating there today. That's, that's a big and important Sabbath for us uh, this, uh, this weekend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's right. You're always ahead of us there. So you're about to celebrate Shabbat uh, coming up uh, shortly, and that's going to be the Torah reading, which is fantastic. I will be at uh, two different shuls next weekend, Friday in my neighborhood uh, for Shabbat dinner, and Saturday I've been invited by Dove Hyken to join him at his shul in Cedarhurst. So I'll tell you what Hamas did for me, Mr. Fleischer. I did not go to shul on a regular basis wasn't even a member of a shul. And I go to shul on the high holy days, and believe me when I tell you, I'm very proud of my heritage, very. I'll fight you in the streets. I will. But now what Hamas has done, it's brought the real Jew out in me to the point I'm going to go to two different shuls next weekend. That's how strongly I feel now about people like you, Mr. Fleischer, and my Jewish brethren. That's what they did to me. They didn't make me weaker. They made me stronger. Well, that's good news, and and uh, you are amongst a lot of people here in Israel that have taken upon themselves more Judaism, more outward signs of Judaism, um, and um, that's in contradistinction to exactly what Hamas has wanted to achieve. They've wanted to cause depression, economic depression, uh, depression of, of, of mothers thinking about their children either killed or abducted, and just a nation that like is in a little bit of mourning, and there is an aspect of that. There's unquestionably an aspect of that. But then there's the battle side of the Jewish people, which is, have, has been awakened, 
and we're out there fighting with our army in Gaza. We're, in a, we're, we're ready to fight in Judea and Samaria or in Lebanon or in any other place, and we're going to stake our, our – we're going to put down our stake and make sure the line is drawn and that the Jewish state is not going to be uh, once again a surprise like this. And so, so the fight is on, and, uh, and a lot of times for the Jewish people, it's through these um, great challenges, these cataclysms, that we reawaken and, and we have become closer to God, to our identity, to ourselves, to our brothers and sisters. Uh, and, um, and, 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 and that's what's going to surprise uh, the Hamas and the Jihad and the haters, that, that we are not going down. We're going up through this. It's an amazing place, Yishai, where you are this morning, Israel. It's just an unbelievable country. It's one real democracy in the Middle East, and everybody hates you, basically. Yet, when you look at the contribution... Israel has made around the world, and I'm talking, Yishai, not just intelligence, because everybody knows man for man, you've got the best army in the world. You blow us away. Not just that, but technology, medicine, a little country nestled away, hated by every just about every neighbor. And what you guys have done over the years is remarkable. But it is Veterans Day here, and you've got a big Sabbath reading tonight. Let's concentrate on just the military aspect. Why are you guys so good? Me, well, why are you guys so good with that? Sid, let, let, me, let me make one correction, though. Everything you said is right, but I want to make one correction. Truth is, is that there's a lot of people around the world that love Israel. If it's the Muslims of Azerbaijan, if it's the Muslims of northern Iraq, Kurdistan, if it's the, the Hindus in India, and many other people, and certainly millions and millions of lovers of Israel in the United States, uh, from New York to Texas. I've been everywhere, and everywhere I go, from synagogues to churches to other kinds of places, folks are with us. Folks are with us. Anybody who is an NRA member is with us, okay? There's many other folks that are with us out there. I'll tell, I'll, but I'll tell, you why, I'll tell you why I say that to you. It's because you're right. No, you're right. And I always uh, tell my wife, Danielle, she gets very despondent, very upset. I go, listen, we are still loved, the Jewish people. But if you're in New York right now, you shy, but you're not. Right. And you saw it not, not once a week, not once a month, every day. Every day, there are pro-Palestinian rallies. Now, I led a pro-Israel rally with Curtis Sliwa two weeks ago in front of NYU. It was a rainy day. We had about 30 people. These pro-Palestine rallies, they've got 4,000, 5,000, 7,000. They're taking over our bridges. They're taking over our streets. So maybe I come from a place here in New York where you just don't feel it because they're out there in big numbers, my friend. Yeah. Well, those folks are not just anti-Israel. Their anti-Israelism is a way to actually pronounce their anti-Americanism. They want to take down America, the America that you know. They want to take down New York that you know, that, that, that amazing city that is also in large measure a, a Jewish city. They want to destroy all that. They want to destroy that so that they can take over America, so that they can destroy Israel by detaching it from its natural allies. And they mean business, those guys. And, and so that's not just about defense of Israel. Everybody's got to wake up to that. You're right about that. Want to take away, yep. They want to yep. take away your Ivy League yep. schools, which means they want to take away your next generation. Uh, 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 TikTok is going to show them pro-Hamas crap, and they're going to eat it up. And they want to take away the next generation of Americans and turn it into either a China or the next Hamas fan or whatever it is. And, 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 and everybody out there has to wake up and, and understand it. And that's why people like, like, like yourself and Curtis Lee are out there in the streets. But people are asleep. They don't understand what this is all about. This is a civilizational battle, civilizational battle. They, wanna, they want to uh, 
uh, uh, force their civilization upon us and subdue us. That's what Islam means. It's subdue. And this is you know, a radical form of Islam or jihadism. I'm not saying every Muslim is like that, not at all. But we have to be real. Those folks that are calling for the destruction of Israel, which is what Palestine is, it's not for two-state solution. It's for the destruction of Israel. That's why they're rallying right now, not to save Palestinian lives, but to make sure that Hamas continues to be successful so that it can continue its job to destroy Israel altogether. Those folks are coming for Israel, and then they want to, they want to break what Israel stands for. The next target is the United States. I mean, the truth is that's what September 11th was. Yeah. Okay, But we, we haven't woken up to it fully. We don't exactly understand what's going on, but these guys are serious. And that's why I have to tell you, before I answer you why Israel's good in the military, why we're smart in intelligence, I don't want to go there. I think we actually have to go to a defensive posture right now. We have to, we have to be serious. We have to take our enemies seriously and not gloat over our successes. We have to be like, hey, there's a serious takeover that's trying, that, that, that they're trying to effectuate. We've got to get out there and block them seriously. So what you told me about, about you and Curtis Lee being with 30 folks, that's not right. We've got to fix that. We've got to get everybody like, to understand this is not a time to play games and pat each other on the back and tell ourselves how good we are. Forget that. We've got to realize how serious this attack is. We've got to get out there and fight it, uh, or else they're going to take over because they are not joking around. And that's, that's part of the problem. I'm not going to tell you now that Israeli intelligence is great because we failed. We failed because we took them not seriously. And it's time to take this attack seriously and to get out there and push back. My God, I see why you're a radio host and a podcast host. I mean, I, I may have to hang up on you before you take my job. <laughs> you're that good. And you're, you're right. you a great job, Sid. Nobody's going to take your job. You're out there. You're, you're, thank you're, you. You're, you're t- telling the truth, and people are listening to you, and you're an important thank platform. You. So well, keep it up. thank you. But, but you made a great point, too, which is this is not just a Jewish issue. It's an American issue. I do want to about four more minutes to go. I, I can't hang up because I love you. Uh, tell me um, on a personal note, that time in Lebanon – where you were nearly killed, uh, what were you doing there? I'm, I remember the IDF, obviously. What year was that, and what were the specifics that day? 1995, I was in the paratroopers, and uh, we, we had a security belt in southern Lebanon that protected from exactly the kind of rockets that today Hamas, excuse me, Hezbollah has uh, trained at Israel. <clears throat> excuse me. We had a situation there where we didn't want the Hezbollah to take over and have these rockets. So we had the security belt. And one day we identified some um, um, roadside bombs. And these roadside bombs were meant for to blow us up. So we brought in the anti-bomb unit, the uh, uh, sappers. And these guys, the way that they were working, first thing that they did was they took a, a Barrett big uh, 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 long gun, and they were shooting at this thing so that they would blow up the bomb before they even had to approach it. And when they shot at one of those bombs, it turns out that that bomb was tied into yet another bomb that was much closer to me. Mm. And then suddenly, uh, as they shot that shot, I suddenly um, uh, felt myself on the floor. I didn't know what happened. <clears throat> I felt the pain <clears throat> under my shoulder. And I reached down and I saw there was blood there. And it turned out that a ball bearing had exploded out of that roadside bomb, shot into my uh, uh, broke my scapula, and w- if it would have come a little bit more, it would have uh, broken through and gone to my lungs and to, or to my heart. Oh, thank God it got jammed in that oh, in the scapula. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, thank God they they removed the ball bearing, and and I'm here to tell the tale. Nice. Uh, but that was Hezbollah in 1995. Today they're not using roadside bombs. They have super accurate you know missiles, 150,000 of them. And I think that it behooves the, the state of Israel to not wait any longer. 
and to make sure that that threat on our northern border is eliminated. Israel is a post-Holocaust, never-again country. We should not allow our enemies to arm themselves and prepare themselves to attack us, because they will, because they will. Well, and let me ask you this. Sure. I, I, I only have about 60 seconds to go. Again, this is Ishai Fleischer. What a special person you are. Uh, I agree with you about Lebanon and Hezbollah in the north, but from a tactical standpoint, with 60 seconds to go, you can give me two answers. A, are you okay with these daily humanitarian pauses, which I think is ridiculous, just go in there and wipe them out, but that's me. And secondly, does Israel have enough to get this done on two fronts, the north and the south? If the jihad continues to broadcast and teach and operate within our country at the end of this war, we would have lost. We have to uh, uh, dismantle them uh, in Gaza and in the north and in, and in Judea and Samaria and anywhere they teach the hate of Israel. So therefore, the answer is no humanitarian pauses. Get rid of the bad guys. That will be the most humanitarian thing of them all for everybody, for, for the Arabs and for the world and for us. That's number one. With regarding to a two-front war, hey, that's what happens when you allow your enemies to arm themselves uh, to the teeth. Then you have to fight tough battles. Okay, don't make those mistakes from the get-go. Don't let the enemies arm themselves, and, and okay, then, then, then you'll be in better shape. Now we have to clean up, and if we don't clean up, Sid, we'll just roll it down to our children to have to deal with it. So it's either now or our kids will deal with it down the line because these rockets are going to go off if we don't destroy them first. Will you please come back again soon? God bless you, Sid, of course. And I wish you a Shabbat Shalom from the good land, from the holy land. I wish you the same. Thank you for uh, all you've done uh, for Israel. And right now, your voice in the United States, I have to tell you, Yishai, uh, it means a lot to a lot of New Yorkers. So God bless you, and you stay safe and be well, and good Shabbos. We'll talk soon. Thank you, sir. God bless you, Sid. And God bless all the veterans as well. God bless you. What a terrific job. My God, was he good. Wow, was that unbelievable. What a show today. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. 